Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from August 4th through the 11th as we move through a very powerful and big energetic experience right now, including the 8-8 Lionsgate portal energies and the Leo New Moon. There is an intensity in the energies right now that I want to dive into. And I really want to go into more of what I'm feeling and sensing around this because on the one hand, it could feel like you're undergoing some type of deeper metamorphosis, like there's something else going on that maybe you can't quite put your finger on or you don't fully understand, but there's a lot of big shifts underway. And over this current energy cycle, what we're experiencing that I've finally got this download on it because I was asking these questions like, what is this bigger energy that is coming through? Not only does it feel like the bigger energies from the sun and the cosmos, these light code energies, basically new energies coming onto the planet, but what they showed me is that our human vessels are expanding in our capacity to hold energy and to hold light. So we are growing, we're having some growing pains, we're being stretched energetically, You could be feeling this. You could feel it in your physical self, in your energetic self. You could have some kind of physical symptoms going on that are requiring you to slow down and rest. You could be feeling more tired. There could be the overwhelm. This can also show up as an energetic lull at times, such as feeling stuck or stagnant. You could have some sorrow coming up or some melancholy. There could be many ways that we're moving through these energies. And what I'm seeing is that we're clearing out a lot. And I realize we go through many clearing cycles. We're always clearing at some level of our being. In fact, you could look at it as every night when you go to bed, you're energetically washing away what happened during the day. And the night and sleep is resetting you. So we're meant to do that. We're meant to be continually transmuting energies. But right now, it's more intense. It's bigger. And that's because there's a lot more energies pushing us forward, ready or not. And so how I'm seeing this is that not only are we energetically expanding to hold more light and more of the higher frequencies, but we're also seeing things in a new light, seeing a situation seeing a person, seeing yourself, seeing an experience in a new light, as in you've seen the light, you've seen it, you've seen something that has brought you clarity, that has been validating, that has shown you what you felt or what your intuition was sensing. There's something about this energy of light being so prevalent. And at the same time, There can be blinding light where we're blinded by the light. It's why, you know, we never look directly at the sun because that light is so damn bright that it can blind you. I feel like that's a bit of this energy right now. That's the intensity of it where there is something that you're meant to really understand and see in yourself, in your life, in your journey that brings you clarity and a new level of certainty. 
Now, I feel like this energy of light coming onto the planet is also elevating us. It is showing us new ways of living our lives, perhaps new pathways, new solutions, new things that we want or desire. The sun in Leo is connected to the courage to be ourselves, the ability to stand strongly in our energy fields and to allow this rising sense of self to be empowering and strengthening even when it doesn't feel like that every single day. Because yes, there are the days that are a little bit softer or quieter, or perhaps they just feel heavier. Perhaps there's days when the energy feels like it's smushing you down, like it's a lot to integrate. It's a lot to take on or even figure out what to do with it. But I feel like this has been a very powerful few weeks that is about rising up into the next level of ourselves and of our lives. There's also the energy of things burning away, of how the fire of the sun is burning away what is complete, over and done. And this, of course, is about parts of ourselves that have expired. Uh, The karmic loops, the karmic lessons, the things that we've been healing and learning, we understand that's really done for me. I really have seen the light in this situation, in this part of myself, I understand something in a deeper way. So there is an intensity of light at this time, and we have to always be aware of our own energy and our self-care needs, and yet there's something that is meant to be invigorating as we move forward. So know that the intensity is showing up for everyone. You could probably feel it in the collective. You can feel it perhaps in yourself, in your body. But this is an expansion energy that is also expanding each energy of every chakra. So if you visualized one of a sh- one chakra being the size of a tennis ball, it's growing to the size of a basketball. There's something multidimensional coming in that's working with us in a very deep way. And it's very timely. It's always right on time. But there's something here that can also be very new and fresh. Like you could just feel different and you don't know why. Or you could just be sensing things in a new way and you're not sure what to do with it. I'm feeling like this energy is very empowering. I feel like it's important to stay open to the process, even if it knocks you out or knocks you over at times. Keep in mind that this is something that is working with every person on the planet at their own level of consciousness and wherever they are. However, there is always an element of free will and what you want. And some people can shut it down or shut it off, not participate, not care, not see it. So as with everything on our path, it is up to us to be in control of our energy and what we're saying yes to, what we're opening up to, and to remember that we are beautifully supported at this time through this ascension process and as we awaken to these higher energy levels. Now, the other thing that's coming through is that there is this acceleration There is a higher vibrating frequency and there is also this increase in divine timing. So as the energies accelerate, there's more 
experiences of divine timing. There's more energies that sync up quickly because they're meant to sync up. They just come together and there's that sense of things happening fast in a way you can't plan. Now, what's interesting is that over this next week, the planets in Virgo are the planners. Venus and Mars are currently moving through Virgo and Mercury will enter Virgo on August 11th. And these energies of Virgo want to know the how, the details, the specifics, what's the plan, how is this going to work, how do we make this happen? And how is a Virgo keyword? Because Virgo is gifted with bringing things together in the physical world to create solutions, to engineer, to find out how something can improve and heal, provide solutions. How can we be more efficient? So we have a strong Virgo energy here that is the body and the mind working together. And yet the bigger energies that are coming through at a more cosmic level are accelerating us forward. And it can even feel too fast for the Virgo energies that want to pace and go slower. And when the Virgo energies are overwhelmed, it creates anxiety, it can activate the nervous system, it can get the mind going, it can feel like it's too much. So we are learning how to be in our human suits as we undergo some big energetic metamorphosis that I feel is right on time. Now in terms of divine timing, these are the parts of our lives that we can't plan, that we don't have the how for, that we can't prepare for. It just coincides and comes together. And one example I have for this is that divine timing happens every day, all the time. We just aren't aware of it. We just maybe aren't tapped in or tuned in to these instances because maybe we take it for granted or we just expect certain things to unfold. But the divine timing is this beautiful symphony of energies working together. And one thing that I love, and now you're going to know a bit of my dorkiness, is that there are times in my life when I have been driving past an airport. It most recently happened here around the Orlando International Airport because I live in Florida. It's also happened in Seattle, a few other airports. And there are roads that drive right by the airport and the roads go underneath the flight path of the planes, both taking off and landing. And there have been numerous times in my life, including last week, when I was driving on the highway at exactly the right moment when a 737 was taking off right over my SUV and it's like in the shadow, my car was in the shadow. It was that one second when my vehicle was directly under the 737 taking off at however hundreds of miles per hour they do. And it's incredibly exhilarating. My son loves it too. And it's nothing you can plan. You can't plan to be right under a 737 as it's taking off. But it's an energy that is connecting in some way. So it's loud. It's really cool to feel the vibration of the plane. It's just this awesome experience of, wow, that was a lot of energy. And 
my son's like, let's do it again. Let's go back for more. And it's like, I can't plan it. You can't plan to be exactly under a plane when it's departing or arriving, especially when you're driving on a freeway, going 75 miles an hour. I know there's a big math equation there that maybe some of you want to put together, but it's this understanding that the synchronicity just connects. It just lines up and it's really cool. And the more that we look for those experiences, the more that you're open to divine timing events, circumstances, connections, you start to see it everywhere. And then you're really in alignment with that level of frequency, with that level of experience. So one thing we're moving through here is a quickening of divine timing, more divine timing, more things showing up coming together in ways that we can't plan, but it's because the energy connects. So if you can perhaps open up or have that as part of your intention, you may notice that throughout your daily life. Again, in very simple ways, in very small ways, but it can lead to even bigger understandings of how the energies are moving us forward and how divine timing is everywhere. So that's basically the overarching energies of this time. It's more intense. There's acceleration. You can be feeling a lot, but there's also this incredible download of light. You're seeing something clearly. You're understanding perhaps something in your life where there was confusion or you didn't know what was going on. You've seen the light. And once something has been, we'll say exposed in the light, there's no going back, right? You, you can't unsee something. You can't unknow it. And that's part of this threshold as well, is that we are moving forward and there continues to be separations of energies. And you might be feeling that where there's people or experiences or things in your life that you're no longer connected to because the separation between you and them or you and it, it's too big now. It's too vast. It's almost like, I don't know how to reach back and touch that. I don't know how to go there. That was just a place that I was. It's no longer where I am. So really big shifts are underway. And chances are you've been feeling that already. You're already sensing it. And it's part of your experience. Now, I feel like this Leo new moon happening on August 8th at 16 degrees is so pivotal in what we are authentically opening up to. I have a separate video for you on YouTube describing the specific energies in this chart, but one of the biggest energy signatures relates to the sun in Leo squaring Uranus in Taurus at 14 degrees. Now that is exact on August 6th, but the energy is still alive in the Leo new moon energies. And this is a cracking open. There are energies coming forward that are bigger than us, and they are supporting our own liberation and freedom in some capacity. Granted, it might not feel like that at first. It might not feel like you're being given an opportunity to grow. It might not feel like freedom. But energetically, what's coming through is a higher essence of your soul's wisdom. Uranus is cosmic intelligence, the universal mind. It wants to break down, break free, remind you 
of your own individual energy signature. And it's actually vibrating very strongly throughout the month of August as it prepares to go retrograde on August 19th. And it goes retrograde at 14 degrees of Taurus, 48 minutes. So nearly 15 degrees of Taurus, halfway through the sign of Taurus. And this is new energy. This is new degree points. This is shaking up new parts of our lives, new parts of ourselves, and revealing more of what we want and more of what we value. Taurus is about our individual value systems. It is an earth sign. It is a fixed sign. And it is an energy that wants stability, that wants what is known. It will not budge. It will not move. And here comes Uranus shaking up parts of our lives that we thought were stable and concrete. And instead, we're having to basically tear apart a brick wall. This is the energy of an earthquake. This is the energy of things no longer connecting or resonating, so they fall apart and they fall down. And it can be chaos and confusion at first when you don't know what to do next. However, Uranus is fast moving. It's electrifying. It's like a lightning bolt. And it can also bring you quick understandings, quick solutions, also quick clarity. So we're understanding what has meaning to us in our lives, what is important to us in terms of financial matters, where we invest, where we spend money. Um, It can be very volatile and unpredictable. And as this energy works with the sun and moon in Leo, it's shaking up what we thought was our sense of self and instead opening us up to more of this light, to more of this ability to hold more energy and more light. So there is this energy of ready or not. There are cracks happening. This is a rebirth. This is something that's reminding you of who you are beyond this lifetime, beyond this timeline, reminding you of more of your soul's energy signature that the cosmos has been holding. The energy of Uranus is that of your unique essence that the cosmos never forgets and is fully aware of, fully sees you, fully recognizes you, and is bringing us basically another serving, just dumping it right there on your plate. Don't forget, this is also who you are. This is also who you are. So there has to be room on that plate. There has to be base for another serving or for more of what maybe you forgot or you haven't been in touch with. And this is where the energy from Uranus can be a beautiful gift, even when it's shocking and unexpected, but it supports our ongoing growth. And I feel like as it works with Leo, another fixed sign, it can bring up some power dynamics. It can bring up some resistance where at first, maybe you're like, no way, that's not what I want. That doesn't interest me. That's not who I am, which can all be messages from the ego, specifically the false ego, because that Leo energy is here to be strong in yourself and to know who you really are. And it can form an egoic identification system that eventually becomes outdated. 
where if you haven't been able to grow and mature, then this could be an opportunity to do so in your spiritual growth or in any other area of life. A Leo is associated with the archetype of a teenager where you want to do your own thing. You don't want to be told what to do. Uh, you want some freedom to be yourself, follow your own path, understand who you are in the world. So there's energy here that is shifting and changing anything that's been too rigid or structured in our self-identities so that we can see more of who we are, that the universe has never forgotten, that the universe knows is part of your energetic imprint and is delivering that to you now so that you can integrate it and work with it. Thankfully, the Uranus in Taurus energy is working well with the personal planets moving through Virgo. So working well with Mars, Venus, and Mercury as they move through Virgo because the Virgo energy says, I know what to do with this. I'm going to use this in a purposeful manner and I'm going to take components of this and use it in a measured amount so that it's not too much, it's not overwhelming, and I can just integrate it slowly. So the Virgo energy supports us in slowly digesting and learning how to work with bigger energies in a way that honors our physical body and our energetic needs, that allows us to slow it down and be in control of what is coming through. So I feel like there's a lot of empowerment here. There's a lot of ways to manage your energy purposefully, even if it feels really big at times and you can only do so much in a day, but it's looking at what you can do that counts. Now, I had a separate podcast episode for you on the Leo new moon and Lionsgate portal energies. So I don't want to repeat myself too much here. I just want to add in to what we've been talking about. And I feel like I did a lot of that as we started the show. I know I began this Wednesday podcast in a different way where I didn't just dive right into the astrology, but I felt like it was important to understand the overarching energies and how we're basically undergoing a system reboot similar to when your computer or devices are being upgraded and at times they need to shut down in order to rest and then restart. That's the same energy here where a lot's coming through. There's more that we're going to be in touch with, but it doesn't happen swiftly. There is a process underway and I feel like there's a lot of upgrades underway as well. Now on August 9th, we're going to see Venus in Virgo oppose Neptune in Pisces retrograde at 22 degrees. And this is often where Venus in Virgo is focused on the details and particulars. She wants to organize and get things done. Uh, she enjoys the process and she, she just wants to be able to handle what's in front of her. This can be also related to the tasks you need to do every day. But as there's an opposition to Neptune, there's a sense of, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't care. Because that Neptune in Pisces removes and dissolves, it takes away the details. This can be something that you've been overly focused on and then you feel defeated because your plan isn't coming together or you're realizing this isn't the way to do something. 
So August 9th, uh, just keep in mind there could be something that you perceive as a setback or a disappointment. There can be disappointments here because of how that Virgo energy wants something to look a specific way. And Neptune and Pisces takes it away and says, no, it's not that. And that can be difficult when you've put in a lot of work on something because Virgo is the worker. So keep in mind that all three personal planets in Virgo are going to have an opposition here to this Neptune and Pisces over the next few weeks. And that's going to feel like a disappointment. That's going to feel like a surrender of something that you're holding on to or that you want and it's just changing form. So be aware of that because that can help with our adjustments in these types of situations. Stay open, stay flexible. Virgo and Pisces are mutable signs. They're good at change. They're good at adaptability. So it's a bit like saying, okay, I guess it wasn't that. It'll be something better. It'll be something even better that I couldn't plan, that I couldn't prepare for. And this would be another opportunity to really practice divine timing, what comes through, what shows up for you, and what just clicks with maybe more effortlessness than you expected. Now, after each planet opposes Neptune, it's then going to trine Pluto retrograde in Capricorn, which is a surge of power, purpose, drive. There's something that clicks. So we're meant to be in this place of adaptability so that we can have some better solutions show up. I feel that as an overall theme over the next few weeks here in August. Just look at where you're putting in a lot of focused concentration and then step back and allow yourself space to, it's like to let the paint dry or to let things be unfinished or unknown so that you can be more adaptable and not too locked in to one particular outcome. Now, Mercury is going to finish up his time in Leo over this next week with an opposition to Jupiter in Aquarius at 28 degrees. Jupiter is retrograde, and this can be a lot of activity, a lot of movement, a lot of ideas and communications. And then Mercury moves into Virgo, which is a sign that Mercury does really well in because Mercury in Virgo is really good with the data, statistics, the particulars, seeing a process, uh, what needs to be improved or changed. Mercury in Virgo can have a critical eye, which can be a wonderful thing for solving problems, but then you also want to watch what you say so that you don't come across as too critical or harsh. Mercury in Virgo wants things to work better, wants there to be improvements, and will point out what's wrong. So if you've ever gone clothes shopping with someone who has Mercury in Virgo, they will tell you those jeans don't look good. They will tell you that's not the best choice for a dress. They will tell you what could be better, what might be a better option, better color, better size, etc. So that Mercury in Virgo even though it can come across as a little bit rough around the edges, it's just wanting there to be the best possible outcome. When Mercury moves into Virgo, we will then have all three personal planets in Virgo for a good five days, as we'll see Venus 
Mars, and Mercury in Virgo, all in the same area of your natal chart, getting things done. There is progress. There is productivity here. This is when you could finally be working on things that you put aside or forgot about. Now that Virgo energy is very productive. It moves through the to-do list. It gets things organized. Virgo is also about the smaller projects, the tasks that you can get done maybe quickly, but you just want to do it right. So it's good to basically break it down into smaller to-dos and smaller projects where instead of, you know, reorganizing the whole house, you're like, I'm just going to focus on this area of the living room, or I'm just going to reorganize the shelves underneath the bathroom. It's like taking the smaller components and making them work better. The Virgo energy also brings our attention to our bodies and our health. So this is a very important month for staying aware of those parts of you, what's showing up in your energy, what do you need, where do you need more nourishment or more exercise. You could have a plan come together. You could feel revitalized in your physical self to get things going and to do a new exercise regime. There's a focus here on self-care, what feels good to you, and how you can make those a priority in your life. Those personal care routines become stronger in Virgo. So we have a lot of forward moving energy here. Now you could also need more downtime and rest. Uh, There could be some opportunities to make sure you're not doing too much or you're not going too far. But overall, this week in August brings us opportunities to move ahead, to really look at what we're ready to take care of and what we're ready to shift permanently. Because again, there's something here where you've seen the light, you've seen a higher understanding, you've come to terms with something in perhaps a practical, realistic way that has given you maybe even some peace and acceptance around what's been going on or what you've been engaged with, what you've been participating in. I feel like there's energies here of removal where it's a sense of, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going back to that one more time. I'm not going to energetically contribute to a certain situation or conversation. And these could just be realizations you're having for yourself, but there's something pivotal here. There's something strong and supportive around where your energy is growing and what is being required of you versus what you've always done or where you were giving energy or participating and contributing in something that was never fulfilling or it wasn't connected to your heart. It wasn't something that made you feel powerful. So there could be some realizations here that you say, oh my gosh, I just feel really crappy every time I do this. Or every time I talk to this person or every time I go here, I just don't feel good. It doesn't feel empowering or strong. It sinks my energy. And this is where the universe is shining a light on what we need to understand in ourselves because it's our own energy that we always have 
power and control over, and we're learning how to use our energy in a way that is more self-supporting and self-invigorating so that we can walk with that energy in the world. It changes your aura, it changes your vibration, it changes how you feel about yourself, it changes how others feel when they're around you. I also feel like there could be some very deep healing that goes on here, where if you feel yourself sidelined, like you're not feeling good, or there's something going on with your body, or there's something happening within you physically, this is where the slowdown is essential, and it's also where you're looking at what's leaving. Because I feel like something as simple as, say, a cold or like a sinus congestion, it's clearing out energies or moving it through that is extracting something from you that was always there. And of course, this is just the energetic, spiritual perspective on it. But if you see it in this light, it could feel more empowering. Instead of just being tired and needing to rest, you're like, wow, I want to rest. I want to take care of my energy. I'm getting rid of some things here. I've had some big realizations. I understand what's complete for me energetically, and I want to clear it out. So reframe these experiences, thoughts, ideas in a powerful way for yourself. Reframe it so that you're supporting your journey. You're supporting what you're moving through. Because we know this is a very big time and it's unlike anything we've been through before. Now, on that note, I did a podcast episode for you on Monday, August 2nd, about the second half of 2021 going into 2022. And the key phrase is the astrology suggests. The astrology suggests some big themes are coming up here. And this is one of the gifts of astrology is that we can see what's on the horizon. We can understand the cycles. We can prepare. And part of that is being energetically prepared, mentally prepared, physically ready for what it might be. We don't know exact specifics. We don't know how everything is going to play out. We just have an idea of high probable themes. And so part of what we're also really earning and recognizing is what it means to be a spiritual adult. A spiritual adult is very different from a spiritual infant. Think of an infant that you have to take care of or that baby is not going to survive. That child is so dependent on others for their daily needs. So we're going to see spiritual infants We're going to see spiritual children where they don't understand everything that's going on or the responsibilities or what needs to be taken care of. There's an innocence. There is a sense of playfulness and naivete with the spiritual child who needs things explained to them and kind of gets it but kind of doesn't. Then we have the spiritual teenagers who maybe have a false sense of themselves, who want to do something important, but it could be more ego-driven. It could be a lack of experience with the spiritual teenagers. There could be some entitlement. There could be some things around, I don't want to take care of this. Somebody else will do it. I don't have to clean up my dishes. There's the spiritual teenager energy. And then there are spiritual adults. 
which are aware of the reality of our lives and of our existence. And the spiritual adult energy is mature. It understands the ups and downs of life, that there are things that happen in life and we just have to take care of them and we grow through them. We look for the opportunities and the benefits, but we know that you can't always skirt around it or do the spiritual bypass. You have to show up and take care of things. And we're entering a phase now where we're going to see where we're at spiritually based on how we show up. And more of us are going to be required to be the spiritual adults who are mature, who are very much in charge of this is what it is. We're going to get through this. We have the intelligence. We have the resources. We have the capabilities. We might not have all the answers and we might not know what it's going to be, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out for ourselves. We're going to figure it out for humanity. We're going to figure it out for earth. We're going to keep going. We're going to figure it out. And even when there's the hard phases or the low spots, you keep showing up because you also can tap into something bigger than you. So that would be one of the guiding principles here is to look at what inspires you, what is bigger than you that you also feel supports you. And this is where we can really get stronger in our connection to God, source, the universe. So I know that podcast episode had a lot of information that can bring up some of our deeper survival fears and it can get your nervous system going. It can get your anxiety going. It can bring up various parts of ourselves that it's very normal But at the same time, this is where we have the opportunity to look at how we manage ourselves, how we take care of ourselves, how we ground ourselves, and also how we take it one day at a time. Very big energies happening over the next few years. We are not out of the woods yet, but we are more capable than we've been. We've learned a lot through 2020, and that has helped us understand more of our priorities and our needs, what we need for our families, what we need in our daily lives, how we can find these new solutions and opportunities as we go, and how to continually develop new strength and new confidence in your abilities. I also feel this ties in with these intense energies of this time. Where as we're growing with this light and we're expanding, we're able to hold more that supports us. We're able to hold more energy that reminds us of our truth, of how to be confident, of mental strength. All of that is available to us. And this is a huge part of our spiritual growth in this lifetime. So yes, these are very big energies, but there are also benefits to them. And as I mentioned in that podcast Really look at your simple joys. What lifts you up? What makes you happy? What gives you a sense of possibility and positivity? Even the simplest things like listening to good music or doing something that feels exciting or fun, whether that's dancing or working out or going for a walk. I mean, the list can go on and on. But these are the simple joys that will help ground us and also keep our vibration high. So a very big time is underway. A lot of energy is coming through. A lot more light codes 
and energies from the sun are coming through, which impact us. Uh, you could also be feeling it as your internet is slower or something's taking longer on your computer. You know, all these electronics feel the impact from the sun and from what's happening all around us, especially like if satellites get knocked out, you know, all of that's connected. So keep in mind, those are all possibilities at this time. And it gives us an opportunity to slow down, look at our expectations and to ground ourselves. So thank you so much for joining me for this week's Wednesday episode. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode. And I have released various videos over the past few weeks on YouTube describing different energies that were happening during different years. And that has been really fun. I'm going to be releasing more over the next few weeks. And keep in mind that these videos are by astrology transits, not by years. So for example, there's one from 1970 to 1973. And then I'll have another one coming out for 1976, I believe, 1977. So it's like some people think I'm doing a particular year, but I'm doing it by astrology transit, which is a little different. So keep that in mind. I hope that explains some things uh, as well as explains my process and what I'm looking for when I do these chart analysis videos. So I wish you a beautiful Leo new moon. I hope that these energies are supporting you in your own forward movement and whatever you're creating and moving towards next. I am so very grateful for your time, energy, and presence. I'm also grateful that we're all in this together. We all rise together. We're all unified by this beautiful light grid. And it's very uplifting to remember that. So you can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where I have my latest astrology programs as well as business development programs. And in the meantime, I'll be back here soon for another podcast episode. Take good care and I'll see you soon.